This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.37. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila. And now it's time for today on Twitter, where it's all about buying your first car. So this comes from a tweet by Marcus Yong, who is a financial content creator. And he posted a picture of an Instagram question that asks for advice on buying a car for a fresh grad and whether it's better to pay down payment or to take a loan without down payment. So Marcus then replied with his opinion, saying... My opinions on buying a car, if you drive long distances often, get a new car. Else, buy a used car. Second, always pay the most down payment if it doesn't affect your finances. And third, if possible, choose a car loan with the shortest term. And then goes on to ask, what's your take when buying a car? And there are so many responses. And and I do think this is an interesting one because... um, Buying your first car or, or you know, in, in fact, choosing to invest in a car when you are just starting out is a huge decision. And there are so many uh, options. You're often given so much advice, some of which that can be conflicting. Um, and that whole thing of balancing between should I go for a new car? Should I go for a used one? What sort of loan should I take? Should I think short term? Should I think long term? So it is actually a lot of different factors that one needs to uh, consider. And so I do think that... Um, a lot of this advice that people are sharing are very helpful to think about. So, for instance, um, Wojak Horseman says, I would personally take the longest term when buying a car so that I have extra cash flow. Of course, whenever I have extra cash, I would gradually dump that into the car loan to reduce the outstanding. I would never intend to pay for the whole tenure anyway. Meanwhile, uh, Akmal Jalani says, um, a little bit more whimsical, Akmal says, price aside, buy a car that will make you smile. Buy a car that will that you will turn to look at and admire after you lock and walk away from it. That way, even if it's expensive, you sangop and you do it for you, not for the validation of others. Well, um, (laughs) that one did make me smile. Uh, It does seem sort of just sweet. Um, I will say, though, that um, the cost of a car can often make a big difference in terms of what a person can and cannot do. And and you can smile with a low-cost car if you pick the right colour and, you know, do it up a little bit also. I just wanted to add. Uh, we also have Nina saying, go for public transport. If public transport isn't convenient for a daily home office commute, just buy a second-hand car. Cheap, good fuel consumption, low maintenance, easy to park, less space requirement. I'm still using public transport 20 years into working. Peace of mind. Um, Nina, uh, Nina's point on Twitter is something that I think if more people could feasibly do is, of course, the thing that we always say, right? We should move towards going carless. We should learn to rely on public transport. But as it stands, I'm not sure that this is an option that's open to everyone. But I think if you're a first-time car user, it might be worth weighing out whether you could, in fact, make do without a car or not. Um, Warhammer says, buy a cheap second-hand car that is fuel-savvy. Go for an Axia or a Myvi that's reliable and parts are available. Use them for five years. And if you have good income, you can change for a brand new car. You'll save on 50% of insurance if you don't have any insurance claims within the five years. Meanwhile, Joshua de Oliveiro says, General advice when buying a used car is to do as much research as you can on the reliability and maintenance cost of the car. Plus, always get a pre-purchase inspection. 
Now, I don't have a lot of um, experience buying a secondhand car or used car. Um, so all of this is helpful to me. Um, I do remember also that it was very daunting trying to make that decision between um, should I get a new car or a, or a used car? And ultimately, back when I got my first car, my decision was based on, number one, what would be an, a, an easy car to drive and park and what I could feasibly pay monthly as a car loan um, that wouldn't put too much of a dent on my starting salary. Um, and so for me, that was very simple, right? Um, but I'm sure there are multiple considerations for different people. We would like to hear from you on this. What advice do you have for someone buying their first car and how did you make that decision? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this for your messages. BFM eighty nine point nine. Bulldozing fine measures. BFM eighty nine point nine. The business station. It is 5.48. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila. And on today on Twitter, we've been talking about uh, making your first car purchase. This comes from a tweet um, asking people for advice um, on purchasing a car. So we've been asking you, what advice do you have for someone buying their first car? And how did you make that decision for yourself? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We have some voice notes that have come in. Uh, let's start with Rahim. Buying a car. I mean, my first car was uh, Saga, Proto Saga BLM, which I bought uh, a second-hand car, a manual car. And the mileage is around 2000 right? So the best way is to understand... Uh, the maintenance, right? Uh, some might be cheap. Uh, then you need to consider the safety features, right? But my, but my, uh, my decision is always based on space. So Saga, I mean, I considering uh, Viva at that time, but I opt for Saga Belan. And then uh, after a few years, uh, my family got bigger. Then uh, instead of going for City of Vios, I go for Nissan Almera. So it's all about space. Rahim, thank you. Uh, that really does sort of uh, span the journey, right, from the first car to needing a bigger car as your family expands. And yeah, I think uh, the decisions that people make in terms of what they drive often can be so indicative of where they are in life. Um, we have another voice note. This is John. Uh, hi, BFM. So uh, on this topic about getting your first car, it actually gave me a good throwback on how I ended up getting my first car. So um, the first car that I actually got was a Proton Vira, which was ended up being, which was or originally used by my uncle. And then it was passed down to my auntie and to my cousins. And then it finally came to me. So when I got the car, it felt like the car was used from generations to generations because like, all of my cousins were way older than me. They all ended up using it and they all had their own personal experiences with it. And then when I started driving the car, it felt like, damn, like this car is actually, um, you know, like it, it, it felt very unique compared to when you actually buy a car from the market. Because when you're when you're buying something, you feel like um, um, there's like a pressure to actually live up to the expectations of how much you're actually spending for the car. But since the car that I first got, it was ended up being passed down from generations to generations. I was like, 
um, it felt really nice and it felt really um, good to actually drive the car. And yeah, like, thank you guys for talking about this topic because it gave me a good throwback to what um, the what the feeling was when I actually started driving the car for the first time. Thank you, John. That was such a sweet story. Um, you know, I've heard of others who, um, well, frankly, I don't know whether they always started off with a lot of excitement when they're told, you're not getting a new car, you're just getting the old car that five other people drove before you. Um, but I've also heard about how it tends to be a sort of uh, family joke or a way people um, feel like they're connected to each other. And I think this notion of a car that's been in a family for years and years is also something that tends to be very special. I know that certainly... Um, both on my uh, my grandfather's car and my dad's old car is something that we hold very uh, dear. The fact that we still have them around, it's a reminder of having um, a reminder of those people that perhaps may not necessarily be with us anymore. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. We have a couple of WhatsApps that have come in as well. But um, if you'd like to share your experience, keep them coming. We're asking you what advice you have for someone buying their first car. And how did you make that decision? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We have, um, let's see, we have YM saying, always go for a used car from a financial standpoint. Most repairs will cost less than the first year depreciation anyway. Um, that's an interesting point, YM, because I've I've heard mixed responses to that one. Uh, some people say that with a used car, it may be more difficult to get parts, for instance, or it might be more expensive than, for instance, a local new car. So um, I do think, though, that that's something that you could look up before you decide to commit. Um, Michael, meanwhile, says... My take is that the car price should be less than or about six months of your net income, new or secondhand. You can upgrade later. Better to save up your money for something that appreciates, like property. That's a nice way of um, gauging, I think, Michael, um, looking at your income and sort of projecting what you can afford. June, meanwhile, says... I have some advice for first-time car buyers. Never buy a used car that's older than 10 years. If you intend to get a used car that is, also make sure that the technology is as modern as possible. I speak from experience as someone who has owned seven used cars in the past 10 years. That is a um, large number of cars in, in 10 years, but uh, thank you for sharing. Uh, meanwhile, Mar says, rule of thumb for buying a car is that it's 30% of your annual salary. Is 30% of your annual salary is the net OTR selling price for your affordable and sensible monthly payment. Um, end of the day, it's a liability uh, also. So consider on the petrol, the maintenance, the battery, the tires as well. Um, I've been told this multiple times that when you buy a car, you need to think Think about not just what you're paying for that car up front, but what you might spend on it in the long term. Um, so, yes, that is also very good advice. Um, keep them coming. Um, we have so many thoughts coming in as well. Um, but I'm not sure that we'll have time to get to them. Uh, but that number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.